What's up, this Shaq Bear, outside linebacker of the Tampa Bay Bucks, and you're listening to the Fresh Fantasy Podcast. day today this is alex from the fresh fantasy podcast this is the 51st episode of season two and today we're going to be talking about the best and worst plays of week five that is right we are talking about the players that you want in the most in your lineup and the players that you probably want the least in your lineup and it's going to be a great episode today but normally when i record these episodes we record them on thursday before the thursday night games but due to life happens and you know things go how they go sometimes and today we are actually doing the episode after the Thursday night game. So if you saw the game, great. If you didn't, oh well. But I'm here to give you a few takeaways um, from the game. First of all, I would be very worried about Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. Not only did Russell Wilson possibly break his finger um, and could not tough it out and get back in the game, which is very rare for Russell Wilson, very tough guy. But Geno Smith came in. Geno Smith played well um, for the most part, but that doesn't really matter. It doesn't bode well. Um, for Wilson and sorry for Lockett and Metcalf but the more important thing is their pass attempts I put this out the other day the fact that the Seahawks are only averaging 27 passing attempts per game going into this game the Rams were leading for the most of the game and still through three quarters Russell Wilson had just 16 pass attempts granted when Geno Smith came in they had 17 but who knows if Wilson would have had all that they've been limiting Russell Wilson's pass attempts and the fact that they were going to have they had 33 total pass attempts combined in this game, which would have been bottom five in the league last year, just absolutely terrible. They're averaging about 28 pass attempts per game, which would have been last in the NFL. That is not good for DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett owners. I'd be looking to sell them if possible on DK Metcalf, especially after having two touchdowns. I'm not saying fade these guys completely, but for their value in fantasy football and the type of trade value that you can get, I'd be going after a little bit more of a consistent option. I'm not saying that they aren't great players. They're both great, and I like them both a lot. And it's not because I think Tyler Lockett's inconsistent. It's just that their passing volume this year is lower than ever. They're playing at a super slow pace. They're not passing the ball. Not good for the Seahawks. And that is not good with Chris Carson out with a flared-up neck. Alex Collins came in and played well. He had about eight half PPR points. Um, normal backfield split, just like we said. Without Chris Carson, low passing volume, not good for the Seahawks' offense. As for the Rams, Bobby Trees is back. That is right. Robert Woods, 12 catches for 150 yards. Um, this Rams passing attack is looking like we expected it to. Stafford's playing very well. Cooper Cup is eating. Robert Woods was eating. Tyler Higby had a touchdown. Daryl Henderson has been playing over 90% of the snaps. He's looking absolutely great. Everyone in this Rams offense is an absolute buy besides maybe Higby. Um, but obviously good things are coming out of this offense. But what you guys came here for today is the best and worst plays of week five. So with that said, let's start with the QBs. And the number one QB of this week is Josh Allen. You guys have listened to these podcasts before. If you're listening to them for the first time, welcome. But usually we don't have quarterbacks as good as Josh Allen. But I just thought that this guy is the start of the week, probably the number one quarterback in fantasy football for this week, playing against the Kansas City Chiefs, who have given up the third most points to QBs. Josh Allen, absolute must start, might be the number one overall QB for this week. And in what should be a very high-scoring game, he is a must start in all formats. My number two start of the week is Joe Burrow, playing against the Green Bay defense who have given up the eighth most points to quarterbacks. And their star corner, Jair Alexander, is out for this game. Expect a lot of pass attempts, without, especially with probably not Joe Mixon playing. Um, big week for Joe Burrow. Another guy's going to have a big week, Daniel Jones, playing against the Cowboys. The Cowboys have given up the second most pass, sorry, 
second most fantasy points per game so far this season. Daniel Jones has put up a lot of fantasy points. He's a top 10 QB right now with Saquon in. His splits with Saquon have been ridiculous. He's averaging well over 20 fantasy points a game and playing against Dallas in what should be a very high-scoring game. Expect big things from Daniel Jones this week. Another guy you should expect big things from, Jameis Winston playing against the Washington football team who have given up the single most fantasy points to quarterbacks. They're giving up over 27 fantasy points per game. Um, to the quarterback position. Absolutely ridiculous. Everyone is feasting on them, and I expect it to be no different for Jameis Winston. My final start of the week this week is Zach Wilson playing the Atlanta Falcons, who have given up the fourth most points to QBs, similar to Washington, Dallas, and Kansas City. Atlanta has been giving up tons of points to Zach Wilson, especially coming off Zach Wilson's game last week, um, where he had his best game of the year against Tennessee and plays an even easier matchup against the Atlanta Falcons. Elijah Moore will be back. He'll have Jamison Crowder for another game playing. Corey Davis has been a beast. Um, I expect big things for Zach Wilson in this game. As for the quarterbacks that are not so great plays this week, I only have four for you guys today. I don't want to find a fifth one. I'm not going to BS for you guys and just try to give you a random name that no one's ever going to start. I'm not going to waste your time like that. So my number one QB sit of the week is Matt Ryan. Who, I'm sorry, Calvin Ridley has been ruled out. Russell Gage is out. And the Jets have been the second best team against quarterbacks this year. That's right, a terrible defense, not good corners. The second best team against quarterbacks so far this season. They're giving up just 13 fantasy points per game to quarterbacks. Ridiculous. No Calvin Ridley, no Russell Gage. Kyle Pitts is playing, Patterson's playing, but not going to be a good week for Matt Ryan. Another guy that's not going to be a good week for is Ben Roethlisberger, playing the Denver Broncos, who have given up the third at least points to quarterbacks so far this season. Um, we're not sure if Clay, Chase Claypool is going to play in this game. Juju's been a little bit banged up. Deontay Johnson who loves to be in the medical tent is actually looking like the healthiest receiver uh, among this wide receiver core for the Denver, sorry, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. But again, Denver has been the third best team against quarterbacks. I do not expect a good game for Roethlisberger this week. Another guy to sit for me this week is Aaron Rodgers playing the Cincinnati Bengals. Sure. It might be a high scoring game, but the Bengals have been the seventh best team against quarterbacks so far this season. Aaron Rodgers does not get it done with his legs. This is definitely a watch out week for Aaron Rodgers. Bengals have been a very underrated defense so far this year. As for the final QB of the week, it's Justin Herbert. I know, Justin Herbert's great. He's great. But this Cleveland Browns defense has been legit. They've been slowing the ball down. Baker's a little bit hurt. I expect him to really lean on the run and run out the clock, hence why Cleveland's been a little bit better so far this season against the pass. Um, again, Herbert is a little bit of a fade for me this week. The Browns have been very strong against QBs. If you want to start your studs and you're like, I'm starting Justin Herbert, definitely go ahead. That's fine. But I'd play Daniel Jones over Herbert. I'd play Zach Wilson and Jameis Winston over Herbert this week. I think they're going to absolutely feast in their matchups. I'd play Joe Burrow over him. Obviously, I'd play Josh Allen. Um, I just don't expect it to be a very good week for Justin Herbert. But a guy that I do expect to be a big week is our running back starts with Leonard Fournette playing the Miami Dolphins, who have given up the second most points to running back so far this season. Lombardi Lenny is going to eat. It's not looking like Gio Bernard's going to play. And I was wrong about Rojo. Rojo has not had much of a role. I expect Lombardi Lenny to eat a lot in this game, especially where the Bucks should be up big, hopefully, for the during this game. Um, it's going to be a lot of touches from Lombardi Lenny. It's going to be a big week for him. Definitely fire up Leonard Fournette if you have him. Another guy I'd be firing up this week is Damian Williams, taking over for the injured David Montgomery. Montgomery expected to miss four to five weeks, maybe even six. And Damian Williams should be the workhorse for this offense, playing against the Las Vegas Raiders, who have given up the sixth most points to running back so far this season. Expect Damian Williams to be the workhorse. Expected to be a very big game. The last time he was starting, we got some very, very good results. My number three start of the week is the Falcons running backs. That's right. 
no Calvin Ridley, no Russell Gage. They're going to have to give the ball to someone, and that is going to be Mike Davis and Cordell Patterson. Cordell Patterson, a top three running back in fantasy. Do I expect that to regress? Absolutely. But this week against the Jets, who have given up the single most points to running backs, expect at least one more big game from Patterson. Mike Davis has had at least eight half PPR points in every single game so far this season. And then playing the Jets, who have given up the most points to running backs, expect a big week for both guys. My final, sorry, I have two more starts for the week at running back. Number four is Zach Moss playing as the Kansas City Chiefs, who have given up the fifth most points to running backs. Zach Moss has at least one touchdown in each of the last three weeks. He's had at least 13 touches each of the last three weeks. Finally had a higher snap share than Devin Singletary last week. Moss has looked like the better back. Um, I expect a big week this week from Zach Moss. My final running back start of the week is Damian Harris playing against the Houston Texans, who have given up the 10th most fantasy points. It's not the best matchup, again, but 10th most is still – Worth noting, and again, no James White. We haven't seen Damian Harris take on much more of a passing down role, but the last time that Damian Harris played the Houston Texans, he ran for over 100 yards. He ran a lot in this that game. I expect them to run a lot this game. Patriots are going to be ready to go for revenge. I expect a positive game script, especially after they blew that one to the Bucks and they're playing the Houston Texans with Davis Mills, where Bill Belichick has not lost to a rookie QB since 2013, Geno Smith. Yes, that is a real stat, and that means positive game scripts, and that means points for Damian Harris. Yes, you heard it here, a big game for Damian Harris this week. If my running back sits, my number one is Miles Gaskin. I don't know why he'd be in your starting lineup at this point anyway, let alone playing the best run defense in the NFL over the last three years, or two years rather, in the Tampa Bay Bucks, third best against the run in fantasy points so far this year. Do not start Miles Gaskin. Another guy you shouldn't start, Javante Williams playing the Pittsburgh Steelers. Six least points given up to running backs. Javante Williams still in a committee with Melvin Gordon. Do not start him. Another guy that's a fade for the moment until he produces us otherwise. Miles Sanders playing against the Carolina Panthers. Fifth least points to running backs so far this season. Miles Sanders has not gotten the work at all lately. The Eagles have been very, very pass heavy, which has not been good for Miles Sanders. Kenneth Gainwell is looking better and better every single week. Do I think Kenny, Gain- Kenny Gainwell is going to take over? No. But for now, in a tough matchup, I'd start. I would not start Miles Sanders if you can avoid it. Another guy that's a must sit for me this week is CEH playing against the Buffalo Bills. Again, this is more of a warning than a do not play, but playing the Buffalo Bills, fourth least points allowed to running backs. CEH has looked better the last couple of weeks, but this is a very tough matchup after a couple of good matchups playing against the Buffalo defense. Um, I'd be a little bit wary of CEH this year. Play him if you want to start your studs, but again, he's a beware. And my final running back sit of the week is another big beware candidate. By no means should you be sitting this running back, but if you're playing in a smaller league and you have other really good options, I'd definitely be willing to sit this guy, and it's Najee Harris. I know, highest running back snapshot in the NFL. This is more of a beware than anything. No one, None of you are going to listen to this and sit him, as you probably shouldn't, but this is a beware game for Najee Harris playing against the Denver Broncos, who have been the best defense in the NFL against running backs. I don't care who it is, unless it's Christian McCaffrey who catches like 10 passes a game, when they're playing the number one running defense against fantasy in the NFL, usually it does not go well for running backs. I don't expect it to go well for Najee Harris. Obviously, you're going to start him this week. Can't not start him. But again, this is a beware pick in just in terms of a watch out pick. Before we move on to the back half of our show with the wide receiver starts, sits, tight end starts and sits, we're going to take a quick break as we hear a word from our sponsors. And we are back into the back half of our show with the wide receiver starts in the start of the week this week at wide receiver is Jalen Waddle playing into the Tampa Bay defense. He has been peppered with targets lately. It has been very good for him. This Tampa defense is looking awful. They just put their best corner, Carlton Davis, on IR. 
Sean Murphy Bunting, who I think is their second best corner, is also still on IR, which leaves them with Richard Sherman, who did not play all last year or did not play much last year, who got thrusted into a starting role against New England and played admirably, but again, still not very good. Tampa Bay has given up the most points to wide receivers so far this season. Start Jalen Waddell, and if you have him as well, start Devontae Parker in a great matchup for these Dolphins wide receivers. Number two start of the week is LaVisca Chenault versus the Tennessee Titans, who have given up the third most points to wide receivers so far. Once DJ Shark got hurt last week, LaVisca Chenault's role immediately changed. Less short fields targets, more downfield targets, which is very big for him. He had 99 receiving yards last week, which is a season high, playing against the Tennessee defense that have been absolutely brutal. Against wide receivers so far this season, expect a big week from LaVisca Chenault. Another guy that should be a big start this week is Kenny Galladay, playing against the Dallas Cowboys. I know, maybe he'll get covered by Trayvon Diggs, but Dallas has given up the fourth most points to wide receivers so far this season. No matter who it is, no matter who's covering anybody, it has been a big week for those wide receiver ones, and Kenny Galladay is that for the Dallas Cowboys. I'd be firing him up this week after a very strong week last week, week four. Another surprising start, probably the first time in two years this guy has made my start list in fantasy football, but it's Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs has played really well the last couple of weeks. Not amazing, but really, really well, playing against the Chicago Bears, who have given him the fifth most points to wide receivers so far this season. They are very thin at corner. Um, I expect this to be a very sneaky good game for Ruggs. My final start of the week is a man that a lot of people have given up on. And if he doesn't produce this week, it'll be finally time for me to throw in the towel as well. And that is Brandon Ayuk playing the Arizona Cardinals. Some of the worst corners in the entire NFL, giving up the seventh most points to wide receivers so far. I expect a big week from Brandon Ayuk. I think this is going to finally be the week. Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo, don't matter. Brandon Ayuk is more than due. I know, I know, I know. He's been terrible. And if he doesn't produce this well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for letting you fantasy managers down. I'm sorry that Brandon Ayuk let me down. I'm sorry that they let you down. I'm sorry that I let you down. Brandon Ayuk, one more week. We are keeping the candle lit. If not, we're throwing in the towel. Great matchup. New quarterback. We'll see how those things change. But again, Brandon Ayuk is a strong play for me. On to the wide receiver. Do not plays this week. No better way to start than Odell Beckham. Baker Mayfield should have had him for what would have been a 62-yard touchdown wide open, but Baker is playing with a torn labrum. They said He said it was clearly affecting him. He's playing with a shoulder harness on his non-throwing shoulder. Did not look good last week with, for Baker Mayfield, and that did not go well for Odell Beckham. And beyond that, they're playing the Los Angeles Chargers, who have been the second-best team against wide receivers so far this season in half PPR. Not good. Sit Odell Beckham for now, especially with Baker Mayfield looking a little hurt. My number two sit of the week is Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith, a guy that I really, really like going forward. But again, he's playing the Carolina Panthers, fifth best against wide receivers so far. Obviously, J.C. Horn isn't there, but they still held up well without wide receivers. They did trade for Stephon Gilmore, but Gilmore is not back yet. But again, Carolina has been very strong against wide receivers. I know he's had a good target share, but Devontae Smith, not his week. Another guy that's not his week, Allen Robinson, playing the Las Vegas Raiders, who have surprisingly been the sixth best team against wide receivers for the season. Could Allen Robinson produce? Sure, but we haven't seen it yet. So until we see it, please, please sit him. You're just going to be keep being disappointed every week until he proves us otherwise. So hopefully this will be the week that he proves us otherwise. But for now, he belongs on your bench, and that's why he's on the sit list this week. My fourth wide receiver for this week is Michael Pittman. Again, one of the toughest matchups he'll face all season, playing the Baltimore cornerbacks, who are some of the best in the NFL. Baltimore's been seventh best against wide receivers so far this season. Michael Pittman's getting the volume, but this is not the matchup for him. My final wide receiver of the week is Tyler Boyd playing the Green Bay Packers. Jair Alexander is out, and I expect that Tyler Boyd and 
and Jamar Chase are going to eat. This is not a good week for Tyler Boyd. Green Bay is still the ninth best against wide receivers this week, um, and they have a tougher slot corner. Again, not Tyler Boyd's week. He's had a couple good weeks, but T. Higgins is back, which means less volume for Boyd. Um, I'd be slightly fading him this week, hence why he's on the sit list. And finally, the final tight end starts and sits. I have five starts for you guys and three sits because, again, three sits is a week where, you know, we don't have a lot of great sits. You know, I'm not going to make stupid recommendations for you guys just to make them, just to fill five names. I'm going to give you names that I actually are think worth telling, you know, but it is what it is, and we will jump right into it with the tight end start of the week. Dalton Schultz, top three tight end in all of fantasy football right now, playing the New York Giants, have given the third most points to tight end so far this season. That is a match made in heaven. Top three tight end versus top bottom three tight end defense. Big week for Schultz. Number two start of the week is Johnu Smith playing the Houston Texans, who have given up the second most points to wide receivers, sorry, to tight ends um, so far this season. And, you know, Johnny Smith, this should be a big week for him, playing the Houston Texans, second most points to tight ends so far this season. I'm sorry about that, everybody. Uh, I just cut out because Johnny Smith, you know, was making my throat go dry, and I needed some water, started choking up, getting a little too emotional about Johnny Smith playing the Houston Texans, giving him the second most points to tight ends so far this season. Fire up Jonu Smith. Another guy you should fire up, Mike Gesecki. Tampa Bay giving up the fourth most points to tight end so far this season. That means a big week for Mike Gesecki, who has been very heavily targeted with Jacoby Brissett. Fire him up this week. Another guy, it's his finally his time to have a big week. The targets have been there with seven and six targets over his first two games this year. That's Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram playing the Dallas Cowboys, who have given the sixth most points to tight ends. Going to be a big week for Evan Ingram, especially after he's gotten the targets, at least six targets, both of his games so far this season. Very good to see. My final 10 and start of the week, Dawson Knox versus the Kansas City Chiefs, who have given up the seventh most points to tight ends. Dalton Schultz has at least one touchdown each of the last three weeks. Um, he has not surpassed five catches or 50 yards, but again, he has been a touchdown machine. This should be a high-scoring affair. And until Dawson Knox stops you got to fire him up, similar to Robert Tunyon last year. Again, a guy that's scoring touchdowns every single week. You cannot sit them. Dawson Knox in a good matchup, in a high-scoring game. Fire him up this week. And finally, on to our tight ends to be scared of this week. Leading it off is Evan, sorry, Eric Ebron, playing the Denver Broncos. Fourth least points to tight end so far this season. Enough said there. My number two sit of the week is Max Williams, the Cardinals tight end. I've seen him as a popular streamer this week because he's had a couple good games lately. Um, but he's playing the San Francisco 49ers. Best defense against the tight end last year. 10th best against the tight end this year. Not a good week for Max Williams. And finally, my final person of the week. Listen up for this one. If you're doing the dishes or whatever you are doing right now, if you're in the bathroom, in the car, walking the dog, this is a player that is just my beware play of the week. He should have a great matchup because it's Kyle Pitts. No Calvin Ridley. No Russell Gage. But we have also not seen Kyle Pitts produce this year playing the New York Jets, who have been the sixth best team against the tight ends. Again, probably a week that you want to fire up Pitts because of the matchup and because of the lack of target options in this offense. But the Jets' defense has been sneaky good, even though their team has been absolutely terrible. Sneaky good for fantasy numbers is probably the better way to put that, unless it is the running backs. Again, Kyle Pitts, probably a guy that you want in your lineups this week. But again, he is my beware player for the tight ends. Just a guy that, you know, you know, Proceed with caution, obviously. Hopefully he produced this week, and this is finally his week and where he should be a target machine. But in case he isn't, that's why I'm giving you a beware for this week. This is not a sit, not a guy you should have in your lineups, but just a beware of Kyle Pitts. That is it. Those are our best and worst plays for week five. 
all the positions, QBs, wide receivers, and tight ends. I uh, love to see it. But thank you guys so much for listening to the Fresh Fantasy Podcast. And I wish you all the best on Sunday. Please leave a review. You guys already know what to do. And I hope you all have a great rest of your day.